Welcome to Scripture Day by Day, a podcast of lectionary readings for the Episcopal Church. Today is Friday, August 25th, 2023. A reading from 2 Samuel, chapter 19. Mephibosheth, grandson of Saul, came down to meet the king. He had not taken care of his feet, or trimmed his beard, or washed his clothes, from the day the king left until the day he came back in safety. When he came from Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? He answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me. For your servant said to him, Saddle a donkey for me, so that I may ride on it and go with the king. For your servant is lame. He has slandered your servant to my lord the king. But my lord the king is like the angel of God. Do therefore what seems good to you. For all my father's house were doomed to death before my lord the king. But you set your servant among those who eat at your table. What further right have I, then? to appeal to the king. The king said to him, Why speak any more of your affairs? I have decided. You and Ziva shall divide the land. Mephibosheth said to the king, Let him take it all, since my lord the king has arrived home safely. Now Barzillai, the Gileadite, had come down from Rogalim. He went on with the king to the Jordan, to escort him over the Jordan. Barzillai was a very aged man, eighty years old. He had provided the king with food while he stayed at Mahanaim for he was a very wealthy man. The king said to Barzillai, Come over with me, and I will provide for you in Jerusalem at my side. But Barzillai said to the king, How many years have I still to live, that I should go up with the king to Jerusalem? Today I am eighty years old. Can I discern what is pleasant and what is not? Can your servant taste what he eats or what he drinks? Can I still listen to the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be an added burden to my lord the king? Your servant will go a little way over the Jordan with the king. Why should the king recompense me with such a reward? Please let your servant return, so that I may die in my own town, near the graves of my father and my mother. But here is your servant Himham. Let him go over with my lord the king, and do for him whatever seems good to you. The king answered, Himham shall go over with me, and I will do for him whatever seems good to you, and all that you desire of me I will do for you. Then all the people crossed over the Jordan, and the king crossed over. The king kissed Barzillai, and blessed him, and he returned to his own home. The king went on to Gilgal, and Himham went on with him. All the people of Judah, and also half the people of Israel, brought the king on his way. Then all the people of Israel came to the king, and said to him, Why have our kindred, the people of Judah, stolen you away, and brought the king and his household over the Jordan, and all David's men with him? All the people of Judah answered the people of Israel, Because the king is near of kin to us. Why then are you angry over this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's expense? Or has he given us any gift? But the people of Israel answered the people of Judah, We have ten shares in the king, and in David also we have more than you. Why then did you despise us? Were we not the first to speak of bringing back our king? But the words of the people of Judah were fiercer than the words of the people of Israel. Here ends the reading. Psalm 140 Deliver me, O Lord, from evildoers. Protect me from the violent, who devise evil in their hearts, and stir up strife all day long. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Protect me from the violent, who are determined to trip me up. The proud have hidden a snare for me, and stretched out a net of cords. They have set traps for me along the path. I have said to the Lord, You are my God. 
Listen, O Lord, to my supplication. O Lord God, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Do not grant the desires of the wicked, O Lord, nor let their evil plans prosper. Let not those who surround me lift up their heads. Let the evil of their lips overwhelm them. Let hot burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the mire, never to rise up again. A slanderer shall not be established on the earth, and evil shall hunt down the lawless. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the poor, and render justice to the needy. Surely the righteous will give thanks to your name, and the upright shall continue in your sight. Psalm 142 I cry to the Lord with my voice. To the Lord I make loud supplication. I pour out my complaint before him, and tell him all my trouble. When my spirit languishes within me, you know my path. In the way wherein I walk they have hidden a trap for me. I look to my right hand and find no one who knows me. I have no place to flee to, and no one cares for me. I cry out to you, O Lord. I say you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry for help, for I have been brought very low. Save me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of the prison, that I may give thanks to your name. When you have dealt bountifully with me, the righteous will gather around me. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles Some days later, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him speak concerning faith in Christ Jesus. And as he discussed justice, self-control, and the coming judgment, Felix became frightened and said, Go away for the present. When I have an opportunity, I will send for you. At the same time, he hoped that money would be given him by Paul, and for that reason he used to send for him very often and converse with him. Years had passed. Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, and since he wanted to grant the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul in prison. Three days after Festus had arrived in the province, he went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem, where the chief priests and the leaders of the Jews gave him a report against Paul. They appealed to him and requested as a favor to them against Paul to have him transferred to Jerusalem. They were, in fact, planning an ambush to kill him along the way. Festus replied that Paul was being kept at Caesarea and that he himself intended to go there shortly. So, he said, let those of you who have the authority come down with me, and if there is anything wrong about the man, let them accuse him. After he had stayed among them not more than eight or ten days, he went down to Caesarea. The next day he took his seat on the tribunal and ordered Paul to be brought. When he arrived, the Jews who had gone down from Jerusalem surrounded him, bringing many serious charges against him, which they could not prove. Paul said in his defense, I have in no way committed an offense against the law of the Jews, or against the temple, or against the emperor. But Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, asked Paul, Do you wish to go up to Jerusalem and be tried there before me on these charges? Paul said, I am appealing to the emperor's tribunal. This is where I should be tried. I have done no wrong to the Jews, as you very well know. 
Now, if I am in the wrong and have committed something for which I deserve to die, I am not trying to escape death. But if there is nothing to their charges against me, no one can turn me over to them. I appeal to the emperor. Then Festus, after he had conferred with his council, replied, You have appealed to the emperor. To the emperor you will go. Here ends the reading. A reading from Mark chapter 12. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself by the Holy Spirit declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how can he be his son? And the large crowd was listening to him with delight. As he taught, he said, Beware of the scribes, who like to walk around in long robes, and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces, and to have the best seats in the synagogues, and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearance say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury, and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury, for all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Here ends the reading. If you would like to read a meditation based on these readings, check out Forward Day by Day, available as a print subscription, online, or podcast. I'm Father Wiley Ammons, and this podcast is brought to you by Forward Movement. Learn more about our work to inspire disciples and empower evangelists at www.forwardmovement.org.